cash, calf, and feeder cattle prices last week continued to take advantage of the recent break in corn futures. The nation's pasture and range conditions improved incrementally last week, but remain challenging, to say the least. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmore. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for May 25th, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Sharply lower corn futures the previous week continued to support cash prices for calves and feeder cattle last week, with steers and heifers selling steady to $2 a hundredweight higher and with more demand at lighter weights, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Week to week on Monday, Corn futures closed an average of 3.3 cents higher through the front six contracts, but the previous week they were down an average of 66.7 cents. That helped feeder cattle futures close an average of 92 cents higher week to week on Monday, except for $1.65 lower in waning spot May. In fact, feeder cattle futures shrugged off Friday's cattle on feeder port in a rational manner, closing an average of 57 cents higher on Monday except for $0.95 lower in spot May and unchanged in March. April placements of 1.82 million head were 389,000 head more, or 27.2% more than the previous year, which was about 6.3% more than the average of analyst expectations. However, comparing to last year's pandemic ravage numbers seems more than dicey. With that in mind, compared to 2019, April placements were 21,000 head fewer, or 1.1% less. Marketings in April of 1.94 million head were 479,000 head more, or 32.8% more than a year earlier, about even with the average of analyst expectations. The number, however, was 10,000 head more, or 0.5% more than the same month in 2019. Cattle on feed May 1st of 11.73 million head were 525,000 head more or 4.7% more than last year and the second most for the date since the data series began in 1996. Compared to two years earlier though, there were 93,000 head fewer or 0.8% less cattle on feed. As mentioned at the outset, This week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at CAFnews.net. Drought will help drive calf and feeder cattle markets in the near term, Although marginally improved last week, only 28% of the nation's pasture and range was rated as good or excellent compared to 50% at the same time last year, according to the latest USDA crop progress report. Conversely, 39% was rated as poor or very poor compared to 16% a year earlier. In a recent issue of In the Cattle Markets, Brenda Botel, Extension Livestock Economist at the University of Wisconsin River Falls, explains, With decreased forages available, feeder cattle may need to enter feedlots earlier, depressing feeder cattle prices 
and possibly posting a seasonal low midsummer as opposed to early fall. With continued labor shortages at packing plants and with high levels of cattle on feed, she says there's limited bullish news for fat cattle prices. Likewise, analysts with USDA's Economic Research Service say feedlots are constrained in their ability to market cattle in a timely manner. As producers face poor pasture conditions and rising feed costs, they will compete for space and feedlots in an environment with higher expected feed prices and little optimism for fed cattle prices. In the latest monthly Livestock, Dairy, and Poultry Outlook, ERS lowered the forecast second quarter feeder steer price by a dollar and the third quarter price by two dollars. Projected average feeder steer prices, basis Oklahoma City, are $139 for the second quarter, $141 for the third quarter, and $143 for the fourth quarter. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices remained mired in their sideways pattern last week as ready supplies continued to stretch available packing capacity. Live prices were at $119 to $120 a hundredweight in the Texas Panhandle, at $119 in Kansas, and at $120 in other regions. Dress trade was at $190 to $191 in Nebraska, $191 in Colorado, and at $188 to $191 in the Western Corn Belt. Although feedlots are making headway in regaining market currentness, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, expects progress to remain slow given the harvest constraints. Keep in mind, it's not like packing plants are dragging their feet. According to Peel in his weekly market comments, average weekly fed steer and heifer slaughter so far this year is the most since 2011. But there are too many cattle to slaughter relative to available capacity, even when considering Saturday kills. So far this year, Peel says maximum weekly slaughter is 3.5% less than in 2019, despite a larger weekly average. He explains maximum daily slaughter is lower for all weekdays but one. Even Saturday slaughter, which is averaging 62.7% more this year than in 2019, has a daily maximum that is 25.6% less than in 2019. All of this means that packers have less total capacity, but are using the available capacity more consistently so far in 2021, Peel says. He adds that reliance on Saturday slaughters will be increasingly difficult to maintain. Not only are labor agreements and the willingness of labor to work Saturdays a concern, but he explains persistent Saturday shifts reduce opportunities for packing plant maintenance and could lead to more breakdowns and disruptions in operations at some point. Week to week on Monday, live cattle futures closed an average of 80 cents higher, from a dime higher toward the back to $1.67 higher toward the front, except for an average of 62 cents lower in the back two contracts. Support included relentlessly higher wholesale beef prices. Choice box beef cutout values $8.21 higher week to week on Monday at $327.83 a hundredweight. Select with $6.50 higher at $303.39. Those prices are well below last year's nosebleed level due to the pandemic packer disruptions, but Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, points out current lofty prices are being achieved with beef production above the five-year average. 
In his weekly market comments, Griffiths says how much more the price will increase is unknown, but the price decline is expected to be slow and steady. He explains the summer grilling holidays are providing much of the current support, and they will continue to do so, which is why prices are expected to slowly decline compared to last year's rapid decline. On a related note, Griffith points out demand for lean grinding beef and the reduction of lean grinding beef imports are supporting the packer, cow, and bull markets. Although little solace for those being forced to cull due to drought, he says support for the slaughter cow and bull market is expected to continue as imports of Australian beef will remain low. And that's your May 25th Calf News Price Point with Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening. Thank you.